podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first Anfield Index under pressure of the new season to go through Chelsea 1, Liverpool 1. I've got the full team. Um, we're recording Tuesday night, uh, Tuesday night's UK time, um, and we have got a packed agenda here. We're already running very, very late because um, all our code import routines and everything like that broke, unsurprisingly, didn't they, Bart? All the, uh, all the things that we carefully planned for last season. I know. No, yeah, no. the best laid plans. Exactly. Of mice of men. <laughs> yes. So lots of lots of fixing on the fly, lastminute.com anyway, but we are here. Uh, I've also got our, our most pra- most practiced sports, sports scientist, Mr. Simon Brundish. Evening, Si. Evening, boys. Season begins. Premier League is back, Si. It's exciting. Yeah. And when I think your he genuinely season- thinks it's going to be properly exciting this season. Yeah. Um, when does your when does your Derby Ladies uh, season start? Say, uh, I think it's like the third of September or something. It's the first weekend in September. Nice. We have three more preseason games, nursing. Yeah, I'm fresh from fresh from a marathon pressing collection. Two hundred eighty three presses, Rosie. <laughs> Two hundred eighty three. That that must have taken. That must have been a double sitting. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was five and a half hours, six hours. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> it's always one of the busiest games, though, Chelsea away, to be fair. Well, it is when you don't want the ball. Uh, <laughs> as we'll come on to. Um, yeah, one of the highest putting volumes that we've had and one of the worst pressing performances, so we'll come on to that as well. Yeah, well, well there's some there's, there's some interesting things and some not-so-good not so things, yes. isn't there? Yes, well, as, as I was saying to say, no, we've gone from a half-past eight in the morning pot to a nine o'clock in the evening pot. Yeah. <laughs> And we've gone from us suggesting it might be a heavy metal season to some kind of live lounge chill out pressing. <laughs> so just well, to confirm, just to confirm though, Rosie, this is the fourth time now we've had over two hundred and fifty presses at Chelsea away. Well, there you go. Yeah, so it's it's always a biggie. A lot more production in the other games, I would suggest. Yes, maybe. Anyway. So um but let's start, as always, with those lineups. Um Sai. So new season, new players, new system, new lineup. I don't think it was new system, but new new lineup in in that we put as many attackers in the team as possible. We discussed last week about uh, what, the, what potential um, configurations and uh, partnerships we'd had, and I thought away from home against big teams we'd need carriers um, and. Uh, we, he, he, I think he probably went with the most technical team we could put out there. Does would you guys argue with that? I don't know, Jota, yeah. Darwin, maybe, but like Darwin does give the ball away more than anybody else. 
Um, so I, I, I don't know. Um, he, he, the big decision really was was whether CJ would start and who he would start for. I think um, many people would have gone Gakpo in the nine and CJ starting, um, which is pretty much what happened in the away game last season. Um, no, Gakpo didn't start in that game. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Um, but uh, using Mac at the base of the, of the uh, midfield. Brave, I think he can do it. Most people are, over, uh, are worried about him being overrun, but um, I was excited to see. That's a really technical team, and I love a technical team. Um, were you happy with the balance like, overall? Do you think with the look, looking back, do you think um, it was too too, I, ma- I, too many attackers? I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's too many attackers. I don't think we've got an awful lot of choice. I don't think it's like uh, attacking mentality or defensive mentality. We don't have any destroyers. For midfield, so so there's no yeah. difference. What I mean, what I mean CJ is, sorry, but Jones, more... Jones Jones does play like a midfielder rather than a forward, though, and vice versa for Cody, right? Uh, yeah, Cody just does what he's told. Mm. Like I, I think Cody is the least forward-thinking forward. So mm. yeah, I don't think there's a big difference with that. Okay, yeah. Okay, I, I think I think the bigger call is is which side Cody and, and Zobo played. Yeah, you mean Zobo playing all of preseason on the left? Yeah, and then he uh, and Gakpo was also playing on the right, mm. uh, and he swapped them over for for uh, some interesting reason. It's the combination of of Gakpo and Diaz down the left, which I don't know. Maybe maybe the thought of of the opposition playing three five three, which they didn't, but but the thought of that, um, he he put uh, Dom down the right because he thought that they he would he would interchange with uh, Trent a bit better and, and probably block up Chilwell's uh, attacking space down that side. I don't know. Better mm. than Gapo. Maybe, maybe that was the thinking. I'm not sure. Okay. And um, Bart's, that Chelsea lineup, that was a, that surprised a lot of people, right? That when that Chelsea team sheet dropped. Yeah. Uh, because in pre-season, they've been playing with a three. Um, and then, no, four, sorry. With the four, yeah, yeah. With the four, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they went with three. As we'll come on to, though, it wasn't it wasn't truly like a three five two. They did some very interesting things. Um and off the ball, I still think they largely played four at the back. Um but yeah, it did throw us. I mean, Trent said it in his after uh, post match interview, didn't he? He said that they were expecting him to line up as a four. And then lined up as a three. Um, so it's different. I mean, Chelsea seemingly were struggling for midfielders. Now they've signed about 50 million of them to play in there. But so to Connor and Enzo, I think, are the two that have been playing because they haven't got a lot of other options. Yeah. Um, and then the the lad from our uh, Red Bull they bought to play out front got injured in the preseason. Oh, yeah. So, Unkunku, yeah. And, Unkunku, to be fair, Unkunku was obviously, he was a he was a big player that they were building around, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, so he's, he's, he's out for four they? months, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so if Jackson played up front. Uh, Impressed with him. Yeah, I, I uh, looking at his shot, Matt, I mean, uh, it's the off play, but he got, I think, five shots, four of them in the centre of our goal, in the, just around the six-yard box. Running the, cha- run the channels constantly. Running the channels, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. for a debut in the Premier League. Um, that's that's not bad. I mean, Chelsea fans are moaning about when I've got two of them living near me, both moaning, need a forward, need a forward. I'm like, well, you just got one there. You just got one. He's, he's done all right for you there, to be fair with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sterling, uh, playing a slightly different role for, for Potch than he did under previous managers. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I think 
it's very hard, isn't it? It's because you haven't got any historical. It's brand new manager. Yeah, uh, preseason's preseason, but but all, I think when that Chelsea team sheet dropped, it, I think it's I think all the Chelsea journos were surprised by it as well, weren't they? So I mean, so. yeah, they were they were definitely surprised by the system. I think yeah. nobody expected them to play uh, that that system against us. But I think we all said in the preview prod uh, for the season that Poch should be is going to be a different kind of fish, right? We said that um. he's, he's a good manager. Right, he 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 got Chespers to probably the best ever. Finish. He's excellent. Is is one of the best? I think he's one of the best. You know, I genuinely do. Can he can he take them on to like you know? Can he take a side from being competing in top four to winning a league? Well, that's another question, isn't it? But he can certainly get them competing, and I think he showed that in this game. In various things, will come on to it. His tactical now moved in from twelve. Phil, they finished twelve. Yeah, you know, but what I'm saying is, you know, <laughs> Tottenham got. Came third in the two horse race, oh, famously, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, and they, but they did get to a Champions League final them. So you know, he's he's got pedigree, definitely. And I think we all said by, that in the previous part. By, by far the best Spurs manager of the last four years. It's not yeah. hard, but yeah, you no, know. But right. no, he did. No, to be fair, right? I mean, he got eighty six points right in one yeah. season, I and mean, that's a very good. It's a very, very, very good season. Not many managers in the Premier League get eighty six points. No, he then just couldn't manage posts. Well, that Champions League final in Madrid was a sliding doors, wasn't it? Yeah. We well, we went on to win the title and they fell off a cliff. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we said Poch was good is what I'm trying to say. And he showed his tactical analysis, I thought, in this game and combated us and, and made changes in-game. Yeah. Which um, Klopp, yet again, has shown a bit of a weakness on recently. Okay. Um Thank you, Bart. Uh, Rosie, right. um, you, you, we heard you just then. Let's come in and do that match summary then. Yes, uh, it's a bit, it's a bit meh considering um, what we discussed in the season preview. Um, all the overview figures kind of even. Um, Thirteen shots to ten for us. Um, eight shots in the box to nine in their favour. Mm. Our shooting was pretty terrible. One shot on target from those thirteen. They had four. Um, and the XG was 1.33 to 1.66 from the three models we've got at the moment this season. We will be adding a couple of us. Yeah, we've lost a few, haven't we, Rosie? Well, 538 and InfoGoal have gone. And obviously yeah, big losses. Last season. Especially InfoGoal because it was with its shot-by-shot yeah. values as well. That's a big loss. Um, but the big concern, and it was the same concern last season, um, whether all these were big chances or not is up for debate, but still there. Up to defined big chances, they had five. We had two. I think four of those came in a 35-minute period in the middle of the game, um, <clears throat> which we'll come on to, especially like a tactical deep dive on it. Um, and, yeah, 36 touches in our box for them, 22 touches for us, which is really, really low. Um, so under stats, models... Really favouring them, probably think they should have edged a game, 1.93 to 1.3, um, whereas Kayleigh and Opta, It's a marginal, it's a, yeah, that would be a, yeah, that's a yeah, big, yeah. Really yeah. yeah. It is one all being kind of fair. Mm. It was, it's just, yeah. It's, it's just, it's not a good start as a st- statistical profile, particularly the defensive side, because we seem to be conceding five, or more chances against Chelsea regularly now. <laughs> yeah, there there was both From games the last three different managers. Yeah, but but was both games last season they were five yeah, or six, six big chances. And yeah. Six and five, yeah. 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 Against a really poor Chelsea team in terms of their overall context. So Yeah. 
At least, at least we saw two goals because we'd had four previous nil nils. <laughs> Seven consecutive draw in all competitions. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. It? yeah, it is a bit. Oh, mad, but it? we did improve versus the reverse, the same fixture last year. Last year, we have you read. With 2.2 xG against. Have yeah, you read yeah. my script here, Si? I was literally going to bleed you in by <laughs> saying it was it was infinitely better than the opening match last year. Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must-have fan threads? Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to AnfieldIndex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, I wasn't going to say. Oh, mean, no, I wasn't no, going to no. say the the opening match. I was going to say the. I was saying the Chelsea away game. Oh God! I mean, that was the game I was on holiday for, which you guys, poor fellas, had to do with the Man City. That was shocking, mate. That really was. They were both horrendous. They were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me just check, but I think the uh, Chelsea the Chelsea one was. Four big chances to nil in the in the home one, and then um, <laughs> four big chances to nil in the away. So last season we didn't have a big chance against Chelsea. So we got two in this we game. Eight. Yeah. We got two in this game. Yeah. But anyway, I will continue <laughs> in the same vein. Sorry, um, it was infinitely better than the start the opening fixture league fixture last season, the Fulham away. This yeah. game, there was some good. There was lot. There was there was plenty of positives. Yeah. There were some concerns, some issues. That's that's me. My new uh... is that a new analysis? <laughs> Not yeah, that's that that's me saying uh, I I like Liverpool in Cornish. Um, <laughs> they, they have the weirdest language down there. I'm telling you. Anyway, anyway the um, the first game of the season. We don't live in Wales. <laughs> we, do, we had double the XG of Fulham. We just lost. We just didn't lose. We was, we drew. It was. It, it ended up being a catastrophe. It's the opposite of this, in that we were we were the dominant side that looked at the had bad luck, and then and then uh, a couple of glaring mistakes that that cost us a draw. In this game, it could have gone easily. The other we could have easily lost this. Um, if uh, but we also could have won it if we hadn't had VAR bullshit. Um, but. We didn't. We weren't a dominant attacking team in this game. No, but you know what I mean is that the one of the biggest concern from the Fulham away game straight away last year was the physicality and and the performance physically of some players, the sprinting and the the, the general. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I I thought we made more mistakes last year and we were more conservative this year. Um, I, I think physically we were we were dominated aerially. We 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 only won forty percent of the jewels. Thirty mm. percent of aerial jewels. I don't think physically we we looked great this time, though we looked like we had more legs. Yes, the, the Don and McCa- Don in particular looks like an absolute physical monster. He was sprinting his ass off in the ninetieth minute. Yeah, 
That's which is a, definitely different to this time last year. Yeah, that's a big. It's a big. Um, it's going to be a big benefit that. Uh, I, I genuinely, I, I wondered what you were going to say about the aerial issue. Um, to be honest, it hadn't actually made it onto my shortlist. Actually, I mean, what, what did you think it was? Do you think it was significant? One of uh, just statistically, we're 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 a thirty percent aerial wins. I think thirty three, maybe. Yeah. Pinate was three out of seven, Van Dyke two out of two, Jota one out of four. Um, there weren't many aerial jewels. No. Pinate yeah. was the one. All, all, all lost one, Salah lost one. Yeah. But obviously we um, could see the goal from the set piece, from the second phase of the set play. It's that, it's that recovery down the middle we were talking about yeah. before the game started. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's do the, the most positive part of the game for us, uh, Sai, which is that first 30 minutes and leading in. How did you see that? I thought it was quite, um, overall quite a chaotic um, period of play and I think it suited us. And it, it was a little bit more old school Klopp. Um, and um, yeah, it was. Quite, I thought it was quite exciting and we, we, we Chelsea looked into a lot of gaps at the back and we, we, we were around them quite a lot without ever quite getting those final passes away to, for, the, for the really clear chances. I, I think we're we're coming into a new age of uh, of football in the. I think we talked about it last week in that everybody is copying Pep. So, yeah. in a slightly different way, this that we're going for uber sophisticated um, tactics, right? So before there used to be twenty years ago, you used to have one tac- one set of tactics. Um, it was basically how you set up without the ball. Mm. Um, before that, it was just entirely how you set up with the ball, and it wasn't a tactic; it was just an instruction. Then, then there came how, how you set up without the ball, how you set up with the ball, two sets. Then we started to get into the four phases, but now those four phases are becoming so complex. It depends on where the ball is on the pitch in relation to specific players. So it's it's getting closer and closer to American football. Um, and I, I thought this was a really, really good example of that tactical stuff. People didn't talk about this being a highly tactical game. It's an incredibly tactical game. And it, I, I think it took a little bit of fortune for Chelsea, but maybe it was just time for them to figure out the thing that, that uh, Potch was asking them to do because they ne- they weren't a three-at-the-back team at all. They're Not in any conventional sense. They were a four-at-the-back team, um, and they were just really lopsided and they were blocking up passing, pa- uh, passing lanes down our right hand side, down their left hand side to, um, uh, basically prevent, uh, uh, the ball being played in behind from our right to left. Didn't work for the first 20 minutes, but then it started to. Hmm. Um, and we were doing that, uh, the trying to get into the inverted playmaker fullback thing, but it wasn't really working. The, we, we, we weren't having enough possession for long enough period for Trent to get in. And if you watch Trent, I thought it was obvious from the preseason that he is so desperate to get in there. As soon as we get the ball, he is trying to get his way. He's even running straight into that um, deep defensive midfield position. He's not waiting for the right moment to do it. Do you know the the example I would I would give would be the obvious corner issue that we used to have with Trent and Robbo when they used to take corners on opposite sides, 
and we they would wait they would remain on the opposite side of the pitch so you'd get robbo playing right back for for two or three minutes until the right opportunity in in the right phase of play where he had enough time to switch back over that's what trent has to learn about when is the right moment for him to maneuver into midfield because the other players are doing the thing that they need to do to to allow him to afford so- him that New season side, it's probably a good point to to refresh. You've talked about the four phases there. Last season, the, the, with the running, all the talk on this part was WM, you know, three bo- you know, box midfield, WM, you know, old money. And, but that only means that's only one phase of the game. It's the build up phase when we got the ball and we were racking up 70, 75% possession in lots of games. Trent was getting record numbers of touches, of passes, of chances created, of his expected assists. And Salah was getting in the box and creating record numbers of touches in the box. So can you just talk a little bit more about what happens to Trent when we're not in the build-up phase, especially when we're in the defensive phase, which we were in this game? So if we're in the defensive phase, Trent should be playing right back, like a right back. Yes. And we sh- and and then we should have the three midfielders. They're, they're in two lines, but almost one line. So they're probably two or three. So the two eights are two or three metres uh, most ahead of the six. Um, and that's going to be asymmetrical one side. So there'll be ball side, um, deep. Uh, while the other, so if it, if it, if they go, it got the ball like right back on their side and they're over the mid, over the halfway line, then, um, in this game, Zobo should be probably three meters ahead of, um, Mac but tucked in that side. And then you should have Gakpo going to pressure the ball. Um, if that makes sense. Um, and it will invert when they're on the other side. So that's, that's a proper functioning three man midfield. And, and you should have the, the inverse with the forward. So, um, usually it will be, uh, the nine dropping in to make a top of a diamond midfield almost. Um, and then, the strong side, so the ball side um, forward should be going to press the ball. The weak side forward should become the centre forward yeah. to block to block the pass back in towards the centre back. Um, so it should be functioning that way. And then once we ret- once we gain possession, if we gain possession in our defensive third, three passes, then Trent starts to move. Yeah. So it should be three passes or there'll be a timing involved, maybe eight, maybe 12 seconds before Trent starts to get into that space. But it shouldn't, there'll be, there'll be movement of two other players as well. So it depends on where the right side eight goes and, um, and also Robbo before he's allowed to move. And at the moment, Trent just legs it. It's like he's in a counter-attacking situation. It's like, um, Darwin it, from his own corner. He's so busy thinking about getting in that position. It's, it, it's slightly dysfunctional to the team right that second. That's all. And I, I just think it's, it, it's just a few, a few more games of Trent repeating this thing to get the timing right. Um, because I think it caught us on a couple of occasions because Chilwell in this game was, he was designated to man market. And so he blocked the easy pass to him. It works if you're playing away a, a, a at, uh, well, it works if you're playing at home to Fulham because they've yeah. already dropped off and then Trent is just free automatically because their players dropped off. But, but Chelsea didn't and they weren't going to. And Chilwell was literally designated to man Mark Trent. 
and Trent Trent received eight passes from the defence in the whole game. Wow. And he was getting those record numbers last year in that in the running, wasn't he? In terms yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Bart's bring you in on this as well, just talking about the whole, you know, how I guess the question is we everybody was talking about inverted inverted Trent, the mm-hmm. WM. And that was like the but we what were the main reasons you think that we didn't we didn't get to see it? Other I mean, Sai just mentioned one which was Chilwell's position and almost man marking Trent, yeah. Keeping him pinned back. Yeah, for sure. And I said they so I was right, and I said at the start, they didn't play a three at the back system. They so when so Chill was doing that thing when it was ball side there and James but what James and Chill would often when they weren't ball side would tuck into midfield. Mm. Um, which created a lot. So off the ball, they were they were incredibly strong. Yeah. yeah, they they off the ball, they often play with a four and a three in front. So which whoever wasn't the ball side fullback, if you like, mm. was in midfield. So you can't block through there. Um, in terms of attacking, yeah, Chilwell was pretty much on in Trent's face. Talk to me about Sterling's position, and that was a so pain in the ass. It was. So Ster- Sterling started wide, but then they, they switched him, and he played in the right half space the with James. The whole fucking game in the, the right half The whole game, right half space. Um, but what he started to do, uh, probably around half an hour, he went higher, and he started driving into the box to the line, whereas earlier on he wasn't, and they were an Enzo moving up the pitch, so yeah. Enzo moved up, which meant they could get the ball into the two half space players because Chuck was playing as well. I'm not going to pronounce his name. <laughs> Chuck, we'll call him Chuck, yeah. <laughs> Chuck, right? So, but they both went higher, which meant if you think about our back four, they were completely overloaded. They had two half space players, uh, Jackson and uh, James. Yeah, yeah, all all around them, and they had Enzo buzzing around in bit. So we talk about clearing out. We couldn't necessarily get the ball out because they had us pinned in and overloaded. Yeah, they also had three outlets. They had Sterling still to pack peg it. Do you know what I mean? They left. They had seven. It was just. It was a really clever way of pinning us in, and they started to recycle the ball in our third, in and around our final third line, which is like okay, that's 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 incredible was, pressure. But our was, tactics, I don't think, helped us. Well, going back to your point about why didn't we get Trent in the game? Yeah. So. Me and Sai both commented this, and they were chat. Uh, I think Dark Oroti and Sai were saying beforehand. Whenever we got the ball at the back, we would set it and then just launch it. Yeah, so there wasn't even an opportunity. There wasn't even an instinct. We were went, very direct. We were really incredibly direct. direct. But it was. It wasn't even. You could tell it's what they've been told to do because there was literally accounted four or five times many many opportunities that Mackie stood there going, "Give me the ball." Give me the ball, or um, Sabozlai is saying, "Give me the ball." So they could have fizzed it into midfield, and then we could have got control, started to get control possession, which then would allow you Trent to come in with less risk. Yeah, mm-hmm. what we were doing, we're going, "No, nah, you're all right. We're just going to put it in channel." Go on, Mo. You, you, Mo, you control that, and then we'll build from there. Or Diaz, who will come on to, I didn't think had a great game. We're asking him to control it and then play from him. And it, Diaz is not, I don't think, as effective as doing that. I think he needs to ball it on on the floor as a runner, whereas Mo can do it. But again, once you've hit Mo several times, Cole eventually worked out what to do with him and they doubled up and they, and they sort of nullified that. But we kept trying that tactic. Yeah, of but just that, getting that, it and going in. That part of the tactical setup, the, the directness, should be a relatively easy one to. To fix, right? To fix, and, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and you just say, we need just yeah, take a few more controlled, you know, a few more touches. Yeah, but the thing is, 
the thing that annoyed me, Darth, is they could have changed that in game. Yeah. They did that for what was it? What was it? So, the slow goal was half an hour, right? Yeah. So for 60 minutes, after Chelsea had got complete control of the midfield, they still kept trying this long ball, long ball, long ball, long ball. It just yeah. wasn't working. Yeah. Okay. That's um, the annoying thing for me. It's changing. It's not changing in the mid- mid-game. But, but, but well, we, we were could... quite good for the first half an hour. We were. Yeah, yeah we no, were. no. I'm saying yeah, we yeah. were brilliant. For so, the, I'm saying post that, you know, once that this loud goal come in, we still kept trying. I think, I, I think at this point, what I wanted to get was um, why the whole, why we didn't see Trent in the midfield and with the racking up the touches and racking yeah. up the passes and, uh, you know, like we have done. So I think that's a, that's a real thing. If, if, if this happens again, we're going to have to figure out a way around it, aren't we? Yeah, um, we, like largely, if you look at most of the match, we we played four three three most of the game. Yeah, because we, we couldn't get Trent the th- in and, there. And one of the three was was Cody. Yeah, and I think going back to his selection point, I think I think that was the error. I really do. Because, I think CJ, CJ gives us a lot more both as a I mean, as a three midfield and also up top. Oh, it's well, easy. It's easy for us to talk about this. I know it is. Yeah, way. hindsight. Yeah, is it? Yeah, like, that's Chelsea what, are really good. Yeah. Yeah, and the problem you're talking about, I am way less worried about this season than I would have been last season. So, what what we're going to go through is we've we've created this superstar tactic. Yeah, we're all geniuses. We've got this amazing thing. We've got this new amazing weapon of Trent, the best quarterback in the world, and we're getting him on the ball in midfield until they man-mark him and stick somebody out on the left. So uh, you, they're going to gamble with somebody on staying on the left and we're going to man-mark the easy ball into Trent. So we're going to do something else. Shit. We're going to have to give it to McAllister, you dickheads. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't do that. You know, going. Yeah, we did because he set up two brilliant chances. Yeah. yeah. So for the first 30 minutes, it worked just fine. It's yeah. It's... it's like fine margins, it's not ideal. We would hope to see a, a, a slight, some, I don't know, more incisive tactical changes during the game. There was very obvious stuff happening that, that took way too long to change that Potch started talking about when he came out after the game and yeah. none of the pundits did. And it was just weird. But. <laughs> Like we're reading a bit. Too, I think we might be reading a bit too much into no, it. No, absolutely. It was just yeah, a, yeah. It was just, did do it and he did play. It did play the through ball for Salah's disallowed goal did, as well. Exactly, and that, that was that was the. It was just more that the focus everybody preseason was Trent in midfield, and I I just thought I, it was worth focusing on side just to see. Well, why didn't we see it as much as we? Maybe thought we would kind of say it. I, I, I was just wanted to explore those reasons why. Got that I think the key factor in that, Dan, yeah. is that we only had thirty percent of the ball. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. But why? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Why did we only have thirty percent of the ball? And I think that's what the guys have that's explained. The big question of this part: Why didn't we want yeah. the ball? The, why the, didn't the, direct, the direct, direct pressing. There was no yeah. pressing in the final third. Everything was in the middle, so we let them have the ball so much, and. It got to a stage for 30 minutes where they were just playing around us and through the channels into the half spaces. But we never seemed to want the ball. So if you don't have the ball, you can't use Trent in the WM. We can't change our formation. Oh, yeah. Bring it to play. Yeah, yeah. Did, and that's I, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to ask, bring you in on the pressing, Rosie, because, I mean, I, mean, I, I, we, I know it was lastminute.com with the pressing to, to sort it all out, but yeah. the, 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 the first 30 minutes I put you, I've tagged you into an image on the uh, in the group, uh, is that, that first 30 minutes on, on, on the press map, 
it's a nice shape. It's all yes. it's it's that U shape around the midfield. It's it's on the edge of the final third, and it's down the flanks. And it, like as you said, we as as we went on, the pressing became much much deeper. The match very much in our own half around the centre circle, yet in central areas. Yeah. Well, it's it's it was just more aggressive. It mm. was it was trying to it was trying to get the ball back. Like you spoke about in the preview pod, it was it was kind of heavy metal. It was chaos. It was as soon as they were losing it, we were just just trying to swarm them, putting the effort in. Yeah. And then the Salah disallowed goal and then they score. And then suddenly we just completely dropped off. Yeah. So what was working was, so McAllister, I know he was down as a six, but if you look at the average positions, he was he was alongside Jota. In, in, that, in his pressing, in, the, in, yeah, that, in, in that first pressing, period, so, yeah, yeah. And I think Pop said after the game, you know, McAllister was, was played like three positions in this game. Yes. Um and, and in, in that opening know, period as well, Rosie, four four presses leading to counter attack situations. Yeah, yeah. In, in the Chelsea half from turnover ball. But Absolutely did you right. did you were you frustrated by our um, our final passes and our decision making after we generated? Um, yeah, final passes. Uh, there was some excellent reading. I thought, um, who, who's that new French lad who scored the goal? What's his Dissarsi. name? Dissarsi, he he made. Two or three brilliant um, interceptions or reading of the game. Same with Colwell. Colwell was unbelievable in the second half as well. I thought, um, can we not bid 110 million for him, please? Um, it, it was. That's what. I, so had we carried on doing that, that's what we kind of wanted and predicted in the preview. But then we just stopped. So what was working, and I don't understand what changed. I don't know if Sai or Phil have got any insight into this, because I didn't quite understand what changed in why Klopp or our tactics suddenly went, right, we're not going to engage their back three anymore. And occasionally Jota would go to kind of instigate, but he'd get within a metre and Thiago Silva would just ping it, or he'd pass it to Colwell and he'd just ping it and just take players out of the game. Were they were they more were they more isolated, Rosie? Did you think? Did you think there was a lot of solo pressing in, in, as the game went it was on? Also, I, I don't know what, uh, what the group what the groups. There was a moderate amount, but because we pressed so much overall, volume, so yeah, yeah, yeah again, overall. No, there wasn't. No, in terms of in terms of final third, say final forty percent of the pitch pressing, there was very rare amounts of group pressing. It was more on the second balls if there was any group pressing, and even then, sometimes I know. We've talked about um, Dom's legs and his effort and how much energy he's got, and he has. But he's he's a little bit. Um, um, he's going to take a little bit longer to get used to the pressing as McAllister. I thought McAllister's pressing was good, although he did concede a shot. I think a failed press led to a shot. But yeah, let's just do just do the debutants' numbers. We got McAllister thirty three presses, ninety one percent efficiency, six high value. And Zaboslai uh, was 39 presses, 82% efficiency, and six high value there. Both, he got five possession wins and, and Matt got four. Most high, most, most, most possession wins was, uh, was Mo with six. Yeah, Mo and Jota, I think. Isn't Jota have six? Yeah. Uh, no, only four for okay. uh, only, yeah. and, He also and, had a high, a huge volume for the amount of time he was on the pitch. I know possession adjusted brings it down a lot. Yeah, but he, he could have done sixty in this game if he'd have stayed on. Yeah, he was. Yes, the question is about the legs. Yeah, I guess the question is where where he where Jota was doing his it was he, well, he was doing a huge amount, but where we yes, it was quite. I deep. would say I would say 
t- out of 41, I would say 30 of those presses were just approaching a centre-back or one yeah. of the, the wide centre-backs yeah, to make them pass the ball. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nothing. It's not the kind of pressing that we like to analyse anyway, Dan. It's kind of no. a defensive controlling kind of thing, but it wasn't working because they were then finding the spaces, as Phil and Sai said, down the uh, down the flanks and the half spaces. So, yeah, it was it was just weird why... I don't know if Sai, in terms of sports sciences, the pre-season, are we not up to speed and didn't we have the energy? Did we not have the energy? Have they got some stats at half-time? You know, I know they've got the half-time stats these days. Did someone something say to Klopp, they haven't got the energy, they haven't got the capacity now to carry on doing that? Nope. Uh, I don't think it's anything to do with physicality. I think maybe towards the second half of the second half, they some of them might have started to lose a little bit of uh, power, uh, high-speed running, but uh, not what I saw. I, I think the really simple answer is we haven't talked about the football at all. Um, I was going to say, let's talk about Mo Salah. So that was I was going to lead into. But we scored two goals. One was disallowed. Then they spawned a goal at the other end. From the moment they spawned that goal, at the other end, our defence dropped five meters. Once you once you drop five meters, our midfield were caught in between. Shall we drop with them to stay compact? Shall we press? Not all of them thought the same things at the same time. Our forwards exactly were then that. isolated. They couldn't press. We couldn't be a cohesive unit anymore. And this, and it was entirely because Virgil dropped five meters. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, that's yeah. what. It was. It's really simple, and it makes such a huge difference. The pressing last season, we talked about it a lot. The the big gaps came from. Uh, uh, Either the first phase of the pressing, so our defence was shit because the first phase of the pressing wasn't right, or the first phase of the pressing was fine, but nobody had closed the cul-de-sac. And so they just played straight through our midfield. So our defence looked terrible, right? In this game, our pressing looked terrible because our defence were terrible. So our defence were man first. We dropped off to cover the physicality of Jackson and Raheem. Mainly, it was Raheem who was who was terrorising the back four. And, and they got if you if you think of how they created the corner that they scored from in the first place, that yeah, yeah. um, that Jackson had that sh- that shot he should have scored from. Um, uh, Ali made a really good save when they they just got around Robbo really easily. They were overloading down the left hand side and down our left-hand side and and using their speed to get in. So our defence got nervous, dropped off, and it caused all of the spatial problems further up the pitch. Let's do the goals at Ben, Dan. Yeah, so let's talk about Mo Salah, say. Um, Very, very bright start to this match. Hits the bar, almost gets in a couple of, gets a couple more shots himself, puts, a, puts Diaz in for one, and then that assist. Hello, I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others on EPL Index. We don't just have the Anfield Index stuff. We've got EPL Index as well, which covers the entirety of the Premier League. And we have three podcasts and a whole bunch of really good writing on EPLindex.com. The podcasts are my own two-footed podcast, which is every day at 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, covering the whole league. We have a Tad Predictable hosted by Tadiwa. You know Tadiwa, he does Anfield Index. He presents a Tad Predictable before every Premier League match week. 
And then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL roundtable there every week after the Premier League match week. So make sure you listen to everything we're doing on EPL Index and follow us there on Twitter at EPL Index. Thank you. Bye-bye. I, yeah, I thought he was brilliant. I thought he he was taking full advantage of um, the less the new the the novel situation that Colwell found him in in this hybrid left left side centre back playing left back role. Um, and Chilwell wasn't quite sure what he was doing, and he was man marking Trent, so he wasn't covering. A couple of times he did try to drop back, and a couple of times the. That what they were doing in midfield, instead of having a double pivot um, and Connor being uh, blocking the pass into Mo, he was ended up being the single six, and there was no one for, uh, on the angle, so the pass was just straight into Mo. So he he got the ball really quickly. The things that we talk about often about that really fast pass, long pass from Trent into Mo, and so he can isolate one on one, and it's fucking brilliant. Uh, it's Mo Salah. Except it was uh, Mac who played that long pass, wasn't it, for the goal? Yeah, Mac, yeah. Mac played a... So we, we got that transition. Trent got the ball, played into Ali. Ali, uh, I think Canate was in there at one point as well. To Ali, to, to, into Mac, who made a uh, lovely turn, pinged a pass. Um, not sure how he saw it. Brilliant touch from Mo. Uh, and then... The phen- a, a more phenomenal vision from Mo to find um, Diaz on the back post, leaving uh, who ran off the back of um, again. It's it's because of Reese James. I, I, I'm happy to talk down Reese James because he gets talked off in the same breath as Trent, which is bullshit. But um, it was a manifestation of the tactical nuances. Five games in, ten games into the season, which which uh, Reece James won't play, by the way, because he's always injured. Um, is he would understand his role a bit better? He wasn't he wasn't deep at the right time. He hadn't covered at the right time. He was he was caught in that half right wing back position, um, and Diaz was absolutely playing the. Uh, the Mo's role in our system, the highest forward. If you look at the average position, Diaz is right up the pitch. So he didn't do any of the defending stuff, but that it worked out really well in this situation. He was super high and he put his like balls on the table to get into that box. And it, uh, it was a lovely finish, proper flying finish. He would never have got there unless he sprinted as hard as he could for 40 metres. And it was a brilliant pass from Mo. Great finish. Great goal. Yeah. Also, I think it was it was only uh, 19, 20 seconds after we won the ball from a press in midfield. Um, yeah, well, there was two presses. Yeah. There's two. There was two shots from press in the first half, this, both off Gallagher. Both off Gallagher. It was too much gap, but I'm just saying it. We won the ball from a press and then yeah. worked it really well for the goal. Yeah, there was a couple of ones, but there was two chances there. There was a Mo one, and I think it was a Diaz one. I was thinking they just they, they could have been better. They could have been better. Shots and you know, you know that they, they was a bit. They were a little bit tame. I thought when we had we had half decent chances, but there was there was one moment where Gakpo should have had a, 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 a shot, really right? good chance. Yeah. 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 He ended up with Mo, who who took his time and then curled it onto the bar with his right yeah. foot from twenty five yeah. yards. Really early yeah. in the game, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, Rosie, oh, they, God, that- just one second to, to to build on one of the things you said. I think Dan said was uh, that the two presses on Connor um, and. That makes a ton of sense because it's a gamble from Poch to play him as a six. Yeah. 
because not that he doesn't have the ability to do it, he just doesn't have the experience of doing it. So he has as good a first touch as you need. He has a good spatial awareness. He can dribble out of space. He's press resistant. He's just not used to being pressed from the angles that you would get with your back, with your, with, with your, while facing your own goal. Yeah. And that, that a six has to go through. And so he was pressed twice from doing that position. Yeah. Um, and we practice that. That's what that's part of our key, um, optimal strategy is yes. how could we press from angles and make it a surprise? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He, and he did, he, he did, did look- get multiple players creating multi- multiple s- stimuli in the peripheral vision of, of a six with his head down. That's where you cause the panic. Yeah, and yeah. and you don't in brilliant players because they expect it and they're experienced at it. But in inexperienced players, which is what happened with Connor, and we stopped doing it after after they score they scored. Yeah. But up until then, like he was the weak link, and and I thought there were two very obvious weak situations that we should have taken advantage of that we stopped entirely, and that was one of them. Yeah, Dan Pete Pete Cante, as I say there. He he's he's aware of those players coming, yeah, because he's got the experience. But yeah. Gallagher's just learning it. Yeah. Gags would have said that, and you know, he would have said he was a pressing victim, you know. But he looked like he was on the. But then the change of the match, the way the dynamic of the match, he kind of um, it saved him a little bit from that. I think. You, so, yeah. you guys, you guys know Enzo way more than I do. I've really only seen him at the World Cup, um, and you guys like the whole scouting thing more than me. Yeah. His, <laughs> His position was really interesting to me. He was he, he was, it was a, almost a ten, wasn't he? He's a ball playing yeah. six in my brain, and he yeah. was he was literally starting as ten. And he was it, instead of being a, a forward moving eight or a six that that was that was making runs into the ten position, he was starting at ten and dropping off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's just all part of the. It was all part of the positioning of Chelsea players. It was yeah. was a bit unexpected, yeah. you know. And that's credit to Potch, I think. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. confusion. Like make so Mac would have practiced in in uh, training all week. This is what you're gonna. This is what you're yeah. gonna see. Yeah, yeah. You, you're gonna have a ten up against you. These are the angles you're gonna expect to see him. These are how we we get around that. And then they just they started with him there, and they just dropped him off and went Mac. You're gonna have these two guys wide of you instead. And like, and, and, and you're going to pick up Raheem on this side, and you're going to pick up uh, and Chukwu Me- uh, Mecca's on the on the other side. The other and he's going to come in right behind you. Pick one. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really fascinating. And um, but so we talked about Trent getting into the WM. Twenty nine minutes. He's there. He's in. He's at the top edge of the centre circle, and he puts it for a glorious three. Glorious ball, ball for for Mo. And yeah. that's that. That's fair to say. That that is why. We're doing this. That's yeah, why we're trying this whole shebang. That's why we bought two two other midfielders to to play balls like that more mm-hmm. readily. We spoke pre season about uh, and in the preview pod about having better players in the half spaces to play that play that ball more, and that's a prime example. Uh, I'm not entirely convinced he was offside, but you know, there you go. Um, I don't know what anyone's got. I, Mo, did, yeah. I, I yeah, I did check right because I thought the Premier League was going to introduce the. Daylight rule, you know, the so-called Wenger yeah. rule about there has to be, but it was discussed at a 
Premier League, I, and a Premier League board meeting on an IFAB meeting, mm-hmm. and it wasn't brought in alongside when we we didn't bring, we decided not didn't to bring, bring in the semi automated offside yeah. as well. We decided not to bring in the daylight. So it's basically it's see, the only change I could find out, I could see in the regulations for VAR on the offside was more cameras to reduce blind spots. Yeah, it's just right. yeah, it's us being out of sync with the rest of Europe, isn't it? Which is going to be frustrating. Um, so it, yeah, so they're drawing the lines based on you know the same laws as last season, and yeah, yeah, you're you're not convinced where the line was drawn. Oh, right? No, I'm not convinced where the line was drawn because on some <laughs> of the graphics I've said it was on his arm, um, which I'm just and equally I think the, the guy who played in the middle it's a bit of his arm, that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was silver in the middle. Was it silver in the middle? Out the three? Yeah, yeah. I thought he was level. I genuinely thought he was level with Mo. Mm. Um, I I couldn't see that that difference. It's so. It was offside. It was a, it was a great finish as well. He did his kind of sit him down and then uh, finish it on the far corner. So yeah, that was but that was a great bit of play, key moment really. Because um, yeah. we go two 0 up, as we've said, we did play well first half an hour. That's I know we don't like momentum, but in a game to be two 0 at that point, and then was it two minutes later they straight down the other end and yeah, it's about five minutes after that, and then they, yeah. they, they, they go on the attack and they get and then but then they get the set piece and. Um... Yeah, it's just it's just annoying when you get that second fake because it wasn't even it was just let's, let's head it back into the danger zone from whence it came and it just fell to um, disaster, right? Oh, it was a yeah. bit lucky. It was a bit lucky. I think Trent is literally half a sec half a second from being able to clear. Do you know what I mean? Ali could have got there's so many ifs, buts, maybes, and it and it bubbles into the goal. Um, Chill wasn't it, playing it. Chilwell wasn't playing it to him. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Um, if we'd had, we talk about height as well, don't we? Yeah. yeah. That ball happened to go to an area. Well, yeah. Was it Jota clearing it? So yeah, the maybe, were, but we were pushing out as what she should do. No, I know, yeah, yeah, which is what we should <laughs> do. I just think it wasn't, it didn't look as organised because there was two or three for, um, corners or free kicks where we didn't look, we didn't clear the lines as we normally would do. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't thought about this, but we got a new set-off from set yeah. corners, which I thought was really interesting. I actually Bobby, liked it. Bobby was taking the... Uh, Johnson was taking the Bobby roll, right? Do you want to walk, do you want to walk us through it? Say? No, yeah. we swapped. So so no longer was the centre-forward the... the Mid-zone. Uh, the middle zone. It, it, the, the, he took the front zone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mid-zone, is the, uh, mid-zone and back-zone are the two centre-backs now? Mid-zone is Canate. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, so theoretically, Virgil should guide the action. I would probably put him in the centre zone, just say, just to tell him to go ball, go, go and pin the ball. But, Isn't yeah. that why he's in the back zone so he floats though, so we can uh, see it coming? Uh, well, no, it's just it's just that that theoretically is where the most danger comes from. The more right. like the statistically, that's where the goals would come from from a corner. So you put your best guy there because yeah. he's the one to deal with it. Um, yeah. And so uh, front, front post, front front post is still Robertson, yeah, and then front and then front of the so zone he's is the front Jota. screen. So we have three zones. We have the near, we have the front zone, middle zone, back zone. Virgil's on the back zone. It used to be Bobby in the middle, and then Matip on the front zone. Right. Yeah. But then, but there's also somebody on the on the on the on the on the near post, isn't there as well? Yeah, you have. So in olden days, it used to be it used to be uh, Lalana, then it was Ginny. Right, but is it Robertson on in that on the near post uh, for the for, yeah, for the, the ones for the, yeah for the front screen yeah okay cool all right so that, uh, so the only the only change for that is is the swap in those two in middle because if you remember last season it was a problem that yeah. we had we we had Darwin and Gakpo being the central one yeah um and they were both absolutely awful at it yeah and so and the goal ended up just it was just a lot of luck that they just yeah. kind of shank, shanked it into an area 
And then and um and it just happened to be the half second Virgil left to go left uh Diasis to go to uh to to kind of uh Jackson in the middle. Um and Trent was on the wrong side because Virgil was marking him before. Nobody did anything wrong. It, no. If it was a deliberate pass, it might well have been caught out, and it wasn't, and it just shanked into the right spot, and then the then uh, Desassi uh, bounced to... off his shin. Yeah, went, went in off his calf. Yeah. Scuffed it. Yeah, I think if he actually hit it properly, Ali, well, it, Ali was going in it. Ali saves it off wide. But he shanked also... off his calf muscle. Yeah, the other bad, unlucky thing was when we cleared that first ball, it went to an area we hadn't got a blow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just... And we haven't got a height out there either. We haven't got height in front of the... We also talk about poor... Like, Cody was out on the field, poor header of the ball, right? I noted he he lost an uncontested header mm. in the pitch. You know, but I'm saying that that reorganisation in defence, but when when we cleared it as well, we haven't got height there or we haven't got good ability in the air. And so it's it's... Yeah. And it's a good job we were saved by VAR shortly after the goal because that would have been a shocker to concede. That way. But that was offside. That was that was clearly offside for me. That was a lot. There, I could see that was offside. I know yeah. was, people are going to Chilwell, wasn't it? Chilwell, yeah. yeah. That, that, yeah. Was, that was offside. Uh, the uh, I think the difference with that is that Mo, Mo was punished because of his acceleration mechanics. Because he's a super fast player that yeah. has a really pronounced forward lean when he sprints. Um, if he'd have been, if it had been Lewis Dunk, he wouldn't have been offside. If it, <laughs> his feet were in the same position, he wouldn't have, have been offside because he would have been <laughs> offside. I think there's also a thing, so with the the video quality isn't good enough, maybe to pick the right frame. Yeah, right? Mate, whereas yeah, the semi-automated, I think semi-automated, I think most onside, I generally do. Do you, do you think in the work with the World Cup things? More yeah, no, I, th- I think most onside. Because what size literally, that's what I'm trying to say to you. So, Mo is very, very quick. Our video technology is not good at dealing with that. The, right? FIFA, the FIFA stuff doesn't need an official doesn't need, lines. No, no, it doesn't. It just does it to him automatically. Yeah, right? Whereas Chilwell yeah. is a slower player, right? So it's easier to, to get the right frame and there you go, he's offside. Yeah. With Mo, he's not. It's the same with the ball. It's very difficult to get that right. Or on a freeze frame because the, the technology is not quick enough. The semi-automated, you don't need to worry about that. So, Rosie, let's talk about those four big Chelsea big chances either side of half time, um, and the uh, low value big chances um, because yeah. there were five, but they were all pretty much between fifteen and twenty. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, so aside, yeah. aside from the goal, aside from the Disarcy goal, yeah. So you had the Nicholas Jackson one. Well, the three of them um, were for Jackson. Yes, no, but he had one on 15 minutes that Ali saved that was a 12% chance. That was the cutback, wasn't it? Point, it was 0.39 on understat and then 0.12 on opta. So that was the one where he's cut, he's cut, in, he's cut in from the yeah. right-hand side, isn't it? And he side-foots yeah. it and Ali saves it, yeah? Yeah. And then there's the one on There's also point. one where he puts it wide, where Jackson puts it wide first half. Yeah, kind of... Is it a, is it over the bar and wide? Over the, yeah. Over the bar from the left, across yeah. the left-hand side. Yeah. That was was similar to the 15-minute chance. Then there was a one on the break in the second half. The one on the break was um, in transition. Trent loses the ball. Yeah, it was poor. That was, yeah. It was poor how how little little effort he put into doing anything about it. Yeah. It was was a terrible pass. And then... He just watched. I, I'm not. I, yeah. We aren't. Pete, we we don't call out Trent on this. We aren't like haters of Trent at all. But 
Dude. That wasn't great. Dude. It was awful. Um, Lovely pass by Caldwell to Jackson. Jackson outdoes Canate, gets in front of him um, with pace and strength. Yeah. Um, And then it was saved. Yeah. Ali saved three in total. The other, the, the, the final one being from. That was Jackson, yeah. The final no, one from, from, um, from Ben Chilwell. He, Chilwell, Chil- this would have been a much better chance, Rosie, if it wasn't for Chilwell's first touch, right? Yes. This was, this was just before, this was 16 minutes before Jackson, but yeah, this was a good chance and his touch puts him on a, on a much tighter angle than what he needed to be. He could have been a lot. You know, he could have just curled it around Allison from a good angle and a point three five chance. So, yeah, it was um, it was st- another good save. Ali had a good game. Yeah, yeah. Started <laughs> mean to go point. point point five. Yeah, man of the match. Point eight point five um, uh, xG above expected. I think we need to try and learn about the uh, old handball rule again. I didn't think this was a penalty. I know side does think it was. I thought. What is he supposed to do? He's jumping. His arms are there. It hits his hand off the Diaz because that was our other big chance. Well, Diaz. I mean, the silhouette. He moves the, his hand. The, yeah, the silhouette. His hand there, but he's jumping. It's, no, but he it's, moves it. Jumping. He moves his hand. Yeah, so go on, boys. To, I, I, I think it's a pen. He moves his hand towards the ball. And he it's, goes it's, like, it's like less than <clears throat> Curtly Ambrose bowling. Speed reaction. <laughs> I remember, you know, I can't remember the one that said the one that Spurs got the knock City out of the Champions League. Dyer, um, Dyer yeah. um, was involved in that one in the box. yeah. And um, yeah. I thought, if that, how can that be a pen? And this this Jackson one not be a pen? I just don't. Know. I think they've changed it, haven't they? I'm, I'm oh yeah, to be, oh yeah, the COVID season. Yeah, the COVID yeah, but it's still, isn't it still something like denying a goal or directing silhouette, a goal? Isn't it? It's something like that. But I still. Yeah. I still don't know how that's got a pen. I really don't. Sorry, pen or no pen? With any intent? I don't know. Sorry, come on. Can, can I? Can I fix the rule? Yes, yeah, go and fix the rule. Because it's so convoluted, right? It's got nothing to do with intent. I know. If, I know yeah, no, no, no. If yeah. the ball hits, so if the ball hits a hand on the way to the goal, if the hand stops it going in. If the hand removed, would the, if the ball would have hit any other body part, that's not a ha- not a, that's not a penalty. But it wasn't in the way of any other body part. It was the only impediment to the ball going in the goal. The hand was it not just by his right shoulder? Not get it out of the goddamn way. Was it not just by his right shoulder? It wouldn't have hit. It would just hit in his hand. There's nothing you, behind his hand. Can, between can I just say, Sai, si, that sounds a lot like the leg before wicket rule, whereas if your leg wasn't there, you were getting bowled. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you're unlucky in football, and if you happen to not if you happen to not be able to get your hand out of the way and you stop the ball going in the goal, the defender's yeah. the unlucky one, not the attacker. Anyway, okay, let's wrap this up. Um, we all like Jackson's debut. He looks like he's got lots to offer, and he missed uh, three big chances. So uh, there you go. Nice, <laughs> happy days, right? <laughs> so let lots of, see to me afterwards. A lot of the media only wanted to talk about um, Mo Salah's strop, right? What I want to talk about on this podcast, not about intangibles, is how did we end up getting the situation in the second half where Mo Salah ends up getting subbed? Subbed with 20 minutes to go and then ends up in that stroppy situation. Because I think it was fair to say, Bart, would the, 
the wheels were pretty close to coming off, I'd say, in that period, in that, that second half. So I said, so I said he's already tore what, what hair he had out left. He's, he's tore it out. What did you make of it, Butts? Yeah, what was the exact minute he went off again? Was it 78, 70, 77, I think. Yeah, see, yeah, it, it was a really, it wasn't a great period for us. Um, we, we just wouldn't get the ball to him. It's as it's much as people were also picking on Robbo this game, right? But yeah. again, the support for him defensively wasn't there. So he was isolated against TV1. It's it's a similar thing. I don't, I, let's, let's start with, let's start at halftime, shall we? Anyway, yeah. Because the, the, right from the right from the kickoff, the second half wasn't good, was it? No, it wasn't. Um, they 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 changed their they completely changed. You know, they they've gone having changed from the second goal, the slow goal. They carried on that momentum to play that way, um, and I think they had even more control in the middle of the park. I really did, uh, which limited our chances to, to even go to get out of our half and even and get the ball to Mo to even ask him to control it. Um I'm I can't even remember him receiving many balls in the second half. I can't before they before him coming off. Um it's Jota was dropping in a lot. If you look at his his uh touch maps in the second half um and his zones the parts near he's, he's dropped more and more in second half on that strangely on that right side uh to help to seemingly um, help that when I would have thought the the issue was the other side, the left hand side. Um, I I think it was a weird sub. I have to say I I don't I don't agree. I don't know why he took Mo off. Um, it was more can we fix? Can we get the ball to him rather than anything else? Hmm. Um, the issue for me was was Cody completely anonymous in the second half. Completely anonymous. Yeah, I think I think we were looking at the pressing as well. Um, we have got some concerns with that left side, haven't we? As well. Yeah. But, you if you know. look at the zones, if you look at the uh, heat, if you look at the on ball, off ball, that left side. It, there's, is, the, is, where's there's no where's Sadio Mane? There's no Sadio yeah. Mane there in, the, in those in those. We'll put the vis in the group afterward. But the, yeah. there's, no, there's no Sadio Mane pressing zone, is there? There's no Sadio Mane pressing zone. It's also. The other thing that has, has struck me to look at the zones is Dom's really wide right in terms of his pressing zone. Yes. So the the, the, the zone for, for Cody is sort of half the left-hand side fine. He doesn't do a lot in there, but he's roughly in the right bit. But Dom is so far over, there's a big channel down the middle of the park down that right-hand side, yeah. uh, which they didn't exploit much. But it's, yeah, I, for me, it's a, it's a worry. Cody's... Area is so big with so little output as well. Yeah. Um, and Mac is covering three, a three by three area. Yeah. In terms of his pressing. Again, we spoke last season. It's a problem. It seemed to me that Chelsea managed to flip it so we couldn't get any of the positives from the WM. No. And we, we, were, get we were suffering all the weaknesses. So, um, you know, one of the strengths of the WM is that Jota would be in the centre forward position more, right? In the yeah. poacher role, and we get yeah. in the ball. We've got the boxing midfield with Jota up top. Jota was dropping deeper and deeper and deeper. We know he's his weakest part. Weakest part of his game is build, build up. up. Yeah. So it, we, we we had bad Jota. We had a defensive situation for a lot of the time. So Cody was basically in a in a, in a midfield three in a defensive position, which and we all know he he has problems with his build up as well and his passing. Yeah. And then we could we couldn't get Trent in the game, and 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 Mac was being overloaded, and so was Robbo. Yeah, and it, it was, yeah. And Diaz again at this Diaz, point. Diaz, Diaz dropped Diaz out was the game. Too, he was too high, and he wasn't effective defensively, and he wasn't no. coming in. Yeah, and he wasn't even an outlet for us because every time we tried, he just can't control that ball. 
Mm. So it just, it completely shut down. And the focus really was on about, oh, Robbo's getting the ABCD. But for me, a lot, we didn't well, he, make he that. Did, he did, he did, he'd have, he did have James and Sterling on him most. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> to you. We didn't get support for him. Yeah. So the, the lack of focus on actually what was the problem for me was Cody. Cody was the issue in Diaz. They're the changes yeah. that should have been made. Yeah. Not, uh, taking off, um, Jota and, and Mo. Yeah. That, that wasn't, I just, I cannot fathom that change. So say. So, yeah, so, so you said you were absolutely baffled by the the non-reaction. What do you want to do? You want to elaborate that in the second half? Um, I so weird thing, right? Mo had six, uh, had thirty-two touches in the game, sixteen in the first twenty-eight minutes, yeah, sixteen in the next 50, 50 minutes, yeah. Um, and of those of those sixteen, he won possession seven of those times, so he only received nine passes. In, in ostensibly 60, 63 minutes. That's the problem. It's not Mo Salah. Give him the goddamn ball. Yeah, um, yeah. And given that, so we're a numbers-driven show. Yeah. Um, I, I talked about this in uh, in the group before as well, but we, the numbers we talked about uh, previously, uh, HG chain per 100 touches. Yes. So the quality of those touches that Mo had uh, his actually chain per hundred in this game was 2.89, which is phenomenal. That would be one of the three best players in the country. If you think of what he did in the first 20 minutes, like created, created a, a, a phenomenal chance, which Diaz scored hit the bar with a brilliant shot. Um, it, like he was, he was the threat. And then we stopped giving him the ball. Um, you're taking one of the five best players in the world off. One, no, one of the five biggest threats of scoring in the world off. Yeah, it, it yeah. made no sense other than we are not trying to win this game anymore, Chuck, which is no, fine. Okay, which is fine. As, um, at the same time as as he had 16 touches in the last 60 minutes, so did Gakpo, so did Diaz. Weirdly, all three of them had 16 touches yeah. each in that period of time. So one of them wasn't more anonymous than the other, other than you can say that, uh, that two should be deeper. So, and, what were the, what, and, and what were the things that were really, that were really that you were screaming at the TV about to change? Oh, the, the, we were blocking up the midfield and they weren't trying to go through midfield. I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> this is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with libertyshield.com. Not only is my home internet now fully encrypted, but I can now access all the websites I want, whenever I want, and do so from absolutely anywhere. As a Liverpool fan, I love to know I can now watch every match, regardless of whether it's on UK TV or not. My Liberty Shield VPN makes sure nothing is blocked and guarantees me super-fast streaming speed throughout that match. You can get connected right now with their software package, which includes a 48-hour no-obligation free trial and instant access to their apps for Apple, Android, Fire TV, PC, Mac and Android TV. Or go a step further like I have and get one of their pre-configured VPN routers. These small but powerful devices allow you to easily connect every device in your home to VPN making it the perfect solution for smart TVs, mag boxes and games consoles. Visit libertyshield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout. It was it was just infuriating that the, they only wanted to use the width of the pitch 
and they would they would they were overloading the half space behind Mac. And that half space was getting bigger all the time because our defense was dropping deeper because they could see these three lads, th- three huge fast lads that were right in front of them. So they kept yeah. dropping deeper. So it, it made our shape worse and worse and worse all the time. It could have been fixed in two ways, really simply. Jürgen going, push up, you twats. Yeah, five, five ten meters yeah. up. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know who should have said that. Push up your twats, or <laughs> or the other thing would have done would have been to 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 take off Diaz or Jota and bring on bring on CJ and place him in the left half space in the Vinaldon position, and on, on Sturt, totally basically. changed. And oh, what happened? It did. Yeah, it you took him. Yeah. It took him forty five minutes to do it. Yeah, you yeah. basically sit Jones on Sterling. Yeah, in that- yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's where it was in the last season. And, but it changed everything from their perspective. They created nothing from that moment, apart from one uh, Jackson chance, which came about because Trent gave a stupid pass away. Apart from that, they created nothing. But yeah. conversely, though we had two exciting Darwin moments, but they encapsulate Darwin perfectly, <laughs> we had two chaotic moments that created no extra actual value. Yeah. We had one touch we had one shot inside the box for in the last 40 minutes of the game. Yeah. I think James one touch inside the box. One touch. Reece James, uh, Phil? I think, yeah, I was saying Reese James going off like completely changed it for them, which is kind of what's like. It, they, they stopped having that width because the guy came on, I thought played more of a traditional right back. He wasn't getting up. They were, that period that Si was talking about there, James was literally pinging the ball out to Chilwell on the left-hand side. Yeah. They were switching it between them. It was like a fullback, whatever you want to call it, wingback, fullback, wide players to wide players. And then it was Both coming inside. Both teams the draw. Yeah, so the, then the ball would come into the half-space player and then they would try. That's what was happening at that time. It, the, our block wasn't working. As soon as James went off, they lost that ability to do that. I thought I thought when Jones came on, he, we got more control down that. Yeah, we did. We did massively. Um, but I think James going off, I still think was the key moment in the second half. Also, uh, just to, I'm sorry, just to say that I've, I overreacted to Salah's overreaction because I watched, <laughs> I watched it back on the pressing and there was nothing in it. It's nothing. It's, it's not a strong. It's just it's, it's just because the crowd just were a little bit annoyed. He's late. Chelsea, isn't he? He's an ex Chelsea player. Yeah, I think it was more that I, I I one I was annoyed that it was coming off, and then two you hear the jeers from the Chelsea crowd every time he throws a bit of tape on the floor. Well, there was lots of the media that, that talking about Chelsea crowd. That was the Liverpool players. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. There's, there was there's lo- there was lots of the media talking about stroppy Salah afterwards. Really. Oh nonsense! Yeah, yeah but that's that's them. I mean it. it Probably doesn't help the fact that they they probably sang their famous Chelsea uh, Mo Salah song, didn't they? Which probably pissed him off quite a bit as well. Yeah. So I mean, Rosie, um, you you collected the whole match. It can't have been the, the the pressing in you know in the last half an hour must have been a bit of a grind. It was. Yeah, I haven't already said this. It was it, the last the last twenty five minutes was the worst twenty five minutes I've ever collected. Defensive in nature, yeah, just just no, no gagan, um, no productivity, no output, no productivity, no gagan, no productivity, no group presses, um, no, no challenging for second balls, just lots of individuals running up to their counterpart and going, go and then pass it sideways, pass it sideways. <laughs> oh, God, someone's passed it kind of diagonally past you and now you're out of the game. <laughs> it, 
<laughs> Aligo, this is the sacrifice Daniel Rhodes goes to, to collect the press in for you lovely people. Honestly, I Every... spent, honestly, I spent half an hour on the group talking, trying to talk to you boys about the game. To just... motivate yourself to get through <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, just to get through it. Wow. I posted nice. a screenshot of, uh, of, <laughs> of the thing on 90 Minutes because I couldn't even face it, the injury time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I guess one of some games where we do get 75% possession for you, Rosie. Oh, can't wait. Because if we do, then they're the, they're the ones that we get the gig in as well. So they're the fun ones. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't even any long pressing chains to get. It was just a solo this, solo that, you know, a little bit here. Yeah. Yes. It was It was the complete opposite to to what we um, what we enjoy about Jürgen's pressing. Yeah. So, um so, I, um, last one, something you highlighted on pre-season and we said we we're going to track was possession control. Um, how did the new boys and the team do in, in that respect in this, this, this opening match? So I, I like to put a comparison to, uh, this game last season, which was only six games ago. It would, you know, it, it, it's a fairly simple comparison. Um, and the two eights in that game, um, well, let's go for the, for, um, the whole, sorry. Yeah. The whole midfield, the whole midfield three last time. Um, we had a minus nine, a minus eight and a minus six of the three midfield. And one of those was one of those, that was the start of Jones's run in the team, wasn't it? Was Jones the minus six? Uh, Jones was the minus six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then we got, uh, and then Hendo's was a minus nine. Um, and, and, oh man, I've got the wrong sheet up now. That's, that was from memory. Um, cause I looked at it two minutes ago. I just wanted to make sure that I'm giving you the right number. Here we go. Um, yeah, mid, yeah, uh, uh, and Fab was the minus eight. Um, also Hendo, uh, Einborn, uh, Milner came on and did a minus two in 12 minutes. Um, so he, he had, uh, that's a, a minus, minus 25 two. across four players. Yeah. And in this game, in our midfield, if we, uh, so if we look at Mac, uh, CJ and Zobo and Harvey and Gakpo, we got a, a grand total of, Minus four. Oh yes. So who were the that positives? Was pretty much Gakpo at minus five. That's Gakpo just oh, taking us to minus. Yeah. So Mac had a five positive five. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. It gave away. He won the ball time five times out. more than he gave it away. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was. It was just a lovely. But but Sabozlai as well, yeah. Sabozlai was a was a minus one. Okay. For an attacking midfielder, that's phenomenal. I, say, I, I think yeah. you want to you want to keep it as close to three as possible. If you can, if you can, if you can must keep be it good. Then. Three occasions and keep those three in 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 the opposite opposition's final third as well. Jones must have been decent. Uh, Jones was Jones was neutral. Neutral. Yeah, Jones is Jones had eighty nine percent passing. So did Harvey. Yeah, Harvey was neutral. Um, and Harvey is usually like a minus seven or eight. So, thoughts on the subs, say. With the four players individual, do you, do you have any thought? Do you have any? Uh, Harvey looked lively. 
Harvey looked more exciting, but both teams had backed off by that stage. So there was space in midfield. No team was trying to win apart from basically Harvey was trying to win. He was, he was trying to play killer balls all the time. Um, Sign me up for Harvey doing coming on for the last ten minutes of a of a tight game. I think that's his role. I think he can actually be really really good at it. But impacts up. He didn't create any xG. Literally no xG came about from from Harvey being involved in in uh, a chain. So he looked exciting, like like Darwin. And I think you're going to get if that's a combination. That they're going to win you four or five games this season, or get you a, get you a goal four or five times this season. That is going to be really exciting and talked about in the newspapers, and might might be played on LFC TV for years. Some really <laughs> exciting goal, um, but yeah, that's not the process that's going to win you win you a league. Yeah, we're good. Um, yeah. So um, Bart's finally on you. Last one. Um, thoughts on the Darwin cameo? I thought Sly wrapped it up. That is exactly what he is, isn't it? He, he created one chance on his own, which deflected wide for corner. Uh, Mac hits him with a ball from a high press, I think, and he miscontrols it, and the keeper smothers it. When a chance to win the game, that 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 is Nunes at the moment. Mm. Um, pressing wise, I don't think he did hardly. Did he do it? I, I, I don't look at the numbers closely, but can't imagine he did that much because <laughs> he came in the wrong period of time, didn't he? So. Um, but he did play up in the nine position, which is what we want in the WM. It's just he didn't, even when he was put down the left hand channel and he tried to outrun whoever was playing at that right side of the right side at the time, he, he didn't manage it. it Tiago, dude, he tried to outrun Tiago and Tiago, Tiago won the ball off him. Yeah, he just oh, that, was that, that, oh, that was a good tackle. Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, but was it, brilliant. I'm just brilliant. saying that is him at the moment. That that cameo for me is exactly where he is at the moment. And um, pre-season, I thought he looked a lot better. This this I was it was I was back to sort of going really. I just that chance at the end there. I know it's it's not a hard chance to control the ball, turn and hit the shit shot. That's not hard. And he and yeah. he knocked it up. Don't know why McAllister played the ball in the air, but I, I get no. But it's not. He's a he's a he's a forward. He's, 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 I get that. Control that and take the shot. That's... To me, I thought the subs, we should have kept on Diaz da- and brought Darwin on and kept Salah on. And then you've got three speedsters who who are perfectly effective for the tactics that we were playing at that time. And we didn't. Yeah, that, that's fair. I think the key, the key stuff for me with CJ should have come on earlier for me. Um, yeah, so bring CJ on and have those yeah. three ahead and then try yeah. and play balls to those three with Mac and Trent. Yeah, Virgil. Yeah, it would have been nice to have seen Dom going left hand side earlier as well. That would have been interesting because you would have might have got. Uh, it, I know it's it's worthwhile. It's worthwhile pointing out if you start the possession clock from when the Jones sub for the twenty minutes after that, it was actually a fifty fifty possession game. Yeah, I was going to say it was, it was pretty even after that point. But again, that's, could, yeah. that's the point about the game is dead, right? Yeah, like that's why Harvey looked great because there was loads of space. He was picking the ball. Like, he was running. Was yeah, yeah but CJ so. Jones was sixty six minutes. Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But he's still. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's still it's a very different game state coming on, but I still think CJ was key stuff for me. So, good. upcoming fixtures: um, we've got Bournemouth at home, mm-hmm. uh, Newcastle away, Villa at home, Wolves away, and then West Ham at home. Do you see uh, Barts and Sai any of those of those coming up where we may also struggle to get Trent inverted into in the way that Chelsea stopped us in these games? Uh, we've got an international break there as well, haven't we? Yeah. After, um, 
Newcastle away. They've uh, they have got some good midfield players. They've got some good midfield players. Will they, now. Will, they, will they dominate possession to that extent? Do you think? Yeah, well, maybe uh, if we if we if we're really direct again, I guess maybe then they will. Yeah, because they've compared their back four set up to deal with that. Uh, Villa uh, played him at the weekend, and they tried to play a different way of doing three at the back switch and got beat five one. Um, their midfield was, I thought, was incredibly strong in that game. So that that could be a a worry. But then we went into that game last season not in particularly great shakes, and Trent managed to find Nunes for two chances, and we and we won the game. But we, so I think Bournemouth at home is a different one. No, no, I don't think we will. I don't think we'll struggle like we did against Chelsea. Yeah, but yeah, be different. It's not. Saith made a very good point. Chelsea are a good side. Yeah, yeah, Chelsea are a good side. Enzo is a phenomenal player, right? Good side of so, a good manager. And then what we'll be back to in the games coming up probably more is Trent inverting a lot, WPM a lot, WM yeah. a lot, and then it'll be all be out the Trent channel where it was yeah. vacated yeah. with on the, I think on the... He'll get a lot of the ball side. Don't you think he'll get a lot more of the ball in those four games? I, I, ju- I genuinely do. West Ham away or home? Uh, Doesn't matter. Uh, home. Rosie, uh, so you bats. Uh, Sigh. <laughs> do, you see, do you see any problems with um, implementing the WM in any of those upcoming fixtures? No, I'm not. I'm not even so. I'm not so uh, entangled with the WM either. Um, I, I think we've got plenty of creativity and fantasy midfield without Trent as well. So it, it, it's a nice weapon to have. It's not essential, um, uh, but I do think you'll, you will see it a lot next week. Yeah. Yeah. Trent could have 150 touches against Bournemouth. Yeah, but that's that's a game potentially where you do want Gakpo as an eight, isn't it? You know, because he's more attacking player in that you know in that position. But anyway, uh, I don't, I don't nah. think that. I don't, I don't. I honestly don't think that. I don't think of him as being an attack first player. I think he. I think he's a team first player. I, th- I actually think CJ's, CJ's idea is attack first, and his instincts have been quelled to be team first. Gakpo's our team first, and he's been. Yeah, I, I I don't know. We want him to be goal first. Yeah, but he's he, he's he, yeah, like like Dan worries about his his on ball contributions are a concern, whereas his off ball work is team first, and he just does. Yeah, I think I I genuinely think that I know this is trying to be overactive, but Cody has not got a good record, has he, so far playing in midfield. Like so, that for me, he's more and more now lining up as being the false nine. That's the option for me. Mm-hmm. You get the best out of him for us because at the weekend, he, 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 what was it minus five for for a minute? Just it just it didn't yeah. offer us anything. You can't do that. You can't have one of your midfielders in that in the way we want to set up and play. You can't have one of your eights not give us anything. You just can't. And it, it'll be interesting. If, it'll be interesting if Klopp comes out and say the way into this team is is Gagan pressing again and and see if um see if Diaz keeps his place because you know yeah. But then you put yeah. Jota left yeah. and you put Cody down the middle, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Which, and your frustrations with with the Gakpo, I think uh, Salah might share some of them because there were two situations in that second half um, when we were kind of struggling off the ball where we got a transition. Cody had the ball and could have fed Salah better. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, and his pass was really poor, and Salah yeah. was like, "I've even got one call here, and if you'd have just given it to my feet, I'd have gone past him." Exactly. Even the chance where Mo hits the bar, right? It's a great shot, right? But Modi's Cody should have shot. Cody yeah. should have mm. shot. It's literally closer to the goal on the angle. Just put it in the goal. Then if people parries it, Mo's got a tap in. Do, do you know what I see in him? Go on. Vinaldum. I, was, I, thought, I thought you'd say Ginny. <laughs> yeah. a, a, a taller Ginny. Uh, 
Yeah, he's nice. incredibly team first. There you go. There is your Wijnaldum replacement. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll know that bombshell. Right. Uh, thank you, Sai. Thank you, Bart. Thank you, Rosie. And thank you, listeners. Give us your feedback on Discord. Lots to lots to discuss. There's only been one game, but it was a proper curate's egg of a match. Um, but lots of, lots of positives as well. Up until next time, we will be back on Monday, next Monday, for the Bournemouth game. Fingers crossed for a repeat of last year of the fucking Reds. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.